Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, hello, hello. Here is the 421st episode of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are, which of course has evolved into not telling you where exactly the heavenly bodies are, but um, talking about where the energies are and speaking with uh, people about their journey with acknowledging where the heavenly bodies are. Or whether it's Western astrology or other kinds of astrology, we're gonna have a upcoming uh, interview with a couple of astrologers. One that is mentoring with in Sky Astrology at the moment, and another who, uh, during her awakening of the Western astrology not being correct, and actually who invested quite a lot of energy into a um, education of Western astrology now is following true sidereal astrology in her method and I believe so we're going to talk about that I'm going to find out exactly what she's doing and share it with you so um, stay tuned for that um, I came on today really feeling cold, uh, like I don't really have time to do this, but I felt called to do it, so I'm going to try not to make it too long, but the reason I feel called by this, and I think I mentioned it in another podcast, it's about what is happening now and what I can see, how it's affecting the collective um, I think what really prompted me to um, feel that I had to say something is that I saw that my experience, I had like this idyllic experience at Glastonbury, I don't know when, early 2000. And I saw that the president of Ukraine had a message of war at the beginning of Glastonbury and I just I was just saying oh I just want to throw up I just want to throw up right and uh, you know that's just for me so convoluted for so many on so many levels um if you know me I don't have to explain why uh but what a lot of times when things like that happen, I go, what was happening in the sky? Where are the heavenly bodies? 
And so when I looked at where the heavenly bodies are uh, on that at that time, it also coincided with this big announcement of Roe and Wade about woman's right to choose. Well, what it is about, I believe, is about um, the legality of having abortions, right? That's what it's about. And where that can be um, allowed now, depending on states, so the states of it, which in a way it's like government, overall federal government, handing over the baton to individual states. Okay. So I thought, oh gosh, that's loaded, and did some research. Like, really, you want to dive deep here. Um, because this is a public podcast and, you know, to honor the people who support me, give me the ability to do deep research, I'm going to save the details for that conversation. But um, at the minute, feel free to sign up to our next uh, release of the podcast and the calendar that will be released on the 1st of July it is 33 pounds. That's two um, private podcasts a week. Plus the calendar tells you when Emily Heavenly Body is transiting. And in the podcast, I also tell you where the Heavenly Bodies are going to be um, for the coming days. Um, what else is there? Yes, then we have a little community group where I share articles deep diving articles and just connecting times. Oh, and we have also a Zoom call, which last time was totally lit and powerful, like nobody's business. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you are curious about that, there is the link where you can join. So that being said, let's get into it. So what, first thing I want to say it's powerful. They're going to tell you about what's so powerful about these days. So today is, of course, just want to reiterate, June. I don't even know what day it is. 25th or 26th? It is the 25th Saturday in London. And we, since a few days have Neptune standing still. So Sky Astrology has its own calculations, not based on Western, it's not based on, anybody. it's based on my research that I've done over the years. Um, and I honor this stationary uh, time, very much so. And I've researched how powerful it can be. So at this stationary time of Neptune, we have, of course, this second stationary time in Neptune because this is the time, the beginning of the ingression into uh, the Neptune in its constellation where it is most aware of itself, as we say in Sky Astrology, when a heavenly body is what they say known as at home in a place. We're most aware of itself. And here we have this return that took 165, 66 years to happen. 
And what was happening been when it was there 166 years ago was the emergence of what we call spiritualism, where people woke up to that there were actually spirits online for them to access. Uh, if there were past spirits, relatives um, of theirs, that there was some invisible, non-tangible energy that was related to uh, the experience of somebody physically that they knew or that they could draw upon. And then it expanded, you know, a lot of different versions of it. And also what I find necessary to share is that you see it not as, oh, people were doing these things. What was I see happening and observing it now is that the energies are online universally because of the energetics between the stars of Pisces and the rhythm of Neptune uh, inner exchanging in with amongst these stars that are connected to uh the other rims and we have in sky astrology very significantly uh, connected Pisces and Cetus to the womb space and done away with the 12th house the word 12 the, the number 12 house and the house the word house <laughs> okay um and so in this experience of the zero experience wow what we have is a very strong ability to connect to the spirit world and when you are conscious of the true energies of the spirit world and you uh, answer the call to engage with that energy, if you are ready to engage with those energies, it is, can, and, is and can be uh, a kind of a, a new opening to life as you knew it, as you thought you knew it, okay? So I say this to bring forth where we are now, right? So back then it was like, oh, the first kind of awakening of the conch of this society, so-called written society, because to go back the first time it would have happened that would have been um over 300 years ago and um that would have been you know very much a different time and every time you know we see things developing more at the two two cycles of that you know very deeply in to the religious 
um, domination of things. So this time in the 2022, uh, actually happened in 2021, um, but it's at the beginning. So we are at the beginning of this energetic shift. Uh, what Neptune wants to uh, invite us or what it is doing as far as the energetics of this heavenly body Neptune that is connected to the deep waters, to the spiritual waters, in my opinion. And connected to, in Sky Astrology, to the spiritual waters of the womb. That we have an opportunity and not even op- well, we have an opportunity but I feel a reason <laughs> more of a reason now to in uh, to take uh to 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 uh accept this invitation because we are in a so-called spiritual challenge right with our waters our sexual waters our bodily fluids with our emotions, with uh, propaganda, uh, fear-based propaganda, trying to dominate our emotions. All that we've been going through and waking up to from 2020 and beyond, you know, a lot of people woke up before that. A lot of people really woke up 2012 and waking up to the importance of things that are not physical and things that are not physical things that are metaphysical and things that are spiritual things that are not uh man-made or expressed as most people are programmed to value in this world things that are physical okay so the fact is that now we have the opportunity to uh, engage and see what that's like. And of course, these things take time. As I say, um, we can take our time, but our awareness is there. And with this awareness comes certain responsibilities and certain uh, shifts that, that are necessary that are more aligned with than the, the old way of believing that everything you saw was the all all in all everything physical was the most important thing was real you know making having this abundant physical life was more important than having an abundant spiritual life but as we wake up to the fact that that's not necessarily true for a lot of us of course, there's some people who are still attached to the physical things. And we all are dependent on the physical things, unfortunately, to live in this world. But what's great, what the information that I feel in my experience to share is that when you tap into the power of the energetics of the spiritual world, it also helps you to supersede the material world and to re-remember how powerful you are and to put your energy into your uh, your um, abundance of energetic spiritual guides, not guides, but 
spiritual energies, ancestral energies, you know, the family uh, that you have, that have passed, um, your soul family, the people who are heart-minded like yourself, the things that are important to your heart, the people who are important to you, to prioritize those things and to move in a direction of love, in the vibration of love, and put that in motion and translate that into action for what you do. So to work, if you say you work to get energy exchange or to make money, why are you doing it? Are you doing it just to buy things to look at or to have? Or are you investing in yourself? Are you learning new things to help you navigate this spiritual world? All these um, possibilities, these are decisions that you are the mastery of. You are in control of how you can uh, move with this new, with this reoccurring energy. So it's not new, it's just coming more online because Neptune is there to uh, introduce that to us. Sorry about that noise. Okay, so... That's the first thing that I want to say about these times because we've been watching in the community with the calendar as well the power of Neptune, the power of dreams, the power of dreams, what they actually are because that's another program about dreams is something that's not real. But what if dreams are real? You know, what is it to dream? The verb to dream is very real. The dream noun is has a lot of connotations to it that make you think it's not real, right? So that's already confusing, which is like a smoking gun in my humble opinion. So like I said, I wasn't going to make this long. It's already 17 minutes. So what I want to talk about and why I previous with this uh, now is this Roe and Wade decision. And I just want to say my mother was one of those people before the 70s that got back, you know, back in or alleyway or doctor illegal abortions. Not one, not two, right? And I know she suffered from that. They were late terminations, some of them as well. She knew the sex of the child. And with what I know now, through the research, through the conversations that I've had with hundreds of people about the time in the womb space, which is a valid time. It is a valid time for the growing fetus in this space. And this time is quite special and abundant, the pituitary gland starts to develop at 14 weeks, which is connected to, um, in some people's opinion, the spiritual um, world, you know, the penile gland. So we have that 
as proof. We have enough medical proof now to know that the heart of the baby starts to form also around that time and that the heartbeat right grows as that starts to pump at that time and heart is connected to earth you know that's how I see it and with that heart being connected to earth of course we can say that is part of the earth experience so what is interesting about these laws was that the court when it first came that was in um, May 22nd funny enough in May May 22nd 1970 the um, idea was that um, the fetus that isn't able is incapable of a meaningful life outside of the mother's womb which is at that time you could say it was 24 weeks of pregnancy right so they're saying that because the fetus couldn't survive outside the womb at 24 weeks that then a fetus could be aborted up until the 24th week okay so i'm not going to get into a discussion even though i can about abortion or not abortion okay what i want to get into a discussion about is us giving away our power to governments because now the government has said oh it's up to the states now to to decide what to do so that's like lesser top-down government right now it's up to on the state level that people are making the decisions about that and when we think about all the things that we've gone through with the government this year and the year before and the year before, I can say I'm not upset about that, to be honest. Even though my mother went through what she did and it, I'm sure it traumatized her all her life. And I learned also because I shared that womb space with those traumatized abortions that I also have some uh cellular memory of that experience so I don't take this discussion very lightly what I want to wake up people who are listening to or make the connections to the dots is that in this spiritual awakening in this spiritual challenge comes also a certain spiritual responsibility Okay, and when we, of course, we've learned that it's not the government who is responsible for your spirit. It is you who is responsible for your spirit. And it is you who is responsible for whatever spirit you bring into the world. And it is you who not is only responsible for the spirit you brought into the world, but it is us who is responsible for the spirits of those who've been violated, raped, or, you know, as adults, or raped as children. It is our responsibility to do whatever we can to prevent this violation from happening because I know 
through my own experience of reincarnation that I've been able to prove where my soul was violated as a child. That that does not die. That this violation, that this sorrow does not die. It's not material. It is an energy that is everlasting. And it is a heavy energy. It is so heavy that actually in Japan, they have ceremonies to honor the soul of a miscarriage and of an abortion. And so in the Western society, where are people holding space for the situations that are allowed to perpetuate the society as far as child trafficking, child sex trafficking, children abuse within the home, incest, and rape, and violation of women. Where are the voices? Where are the demonstrations? Where are the discussions on a daily a daily? Um, basis and how loud are they because in my humble opinion they're not loud enough they're just not loud enough and when we are looking at our spiritual selves returning to origin returning to our energy then it is also an invitation to return to the beginning of this discussion which is why we make love in the first place and knowing that we are supposedly so advanced that we can have information at the end of our hands or our phone or knowing that we are just so medically advanced that vaccinations can be distributed all throughout the world as a drop of a hat yeah then why do women, and these are women because they're the ones who have the womb, who are doing the gestation. Why is it that women who are raped are afraid to come forward? If they would come forward, they could get the day after pill which is before anything happens, before any heartbeat, before any gland is recognizable. It's just a cell, truly. It's a cell. There's no visual, there's no development of a heart that can be nothing. No medical advancement could save it. Nothing. Unless, of course, it's transhuman AI gender, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Or IVF. But why not ask ourselves these questions first? And then why is it children are being abused sexually and pregnant at 11 years old or earlier 
Why is that allowed? That is a health hazard. It is traumatizing. It is so wrong on so many levels. And we have now the sex, um, this sexual agenda for the children learning all these things in school when they should be learning just how to play and, and garden and grow food and flowers and how it works and how to sew by hand who will use their hands right so these are the questions this is where the fight is how to protect our children who are becoming pregnant who are being abused basically sexually and they are becoming pregnant and then Everything else is a symptom of that. This is where the work needs to be done. This is where the uproar needs to happen. Yesterday, thousands of years ago. But especially now. When people are putting all that energy into, oh, uh, you know, the government says. Mm-mm. What do you say? What can you do? What can we do to prevent children from being abused? What can we do? And why are men, because it's the men who are violating that special, deep place, hard to find space of these children. It's not like it's easily, you know, they're like, This is ridiculous that this is happening in the so-called modern world. And then now people are arguing about, oh, we should have the right to kill the baby that we allowed to be impregnated in a child. Do you get the insanity about this? Because I do. I think any child would, I think is quite elementary, to be honest. And what about... The women who are raped, they're so traumatized. The first place they should be able to go to is a place that somebody will understand and give them hope and everything they need to, um, to, to interfere with any gestation that might occur due to the violation. They should not feel afraid. They should be immediately a place where they can go and get help and it shouldn't cost anything they've been raped they've been violated so as people you know uh, proposing and supporting $11,000 treatment for uh, transgender for children medication While you're doing that, could you spend a little time maybe to think about a way to support these violations that we have that have gone back for several years that, you know, centuries of violating our young people? Maybe, I don't know, in medieval times, it was acceptable to take a a child as a wife. There were a lot of things that were done in the medieval times. They're not acceptable now. 
This is where we are now. And the spirits are here online. And from what I can see in the sky. And so I I want to give a, a, a prayer because I see the impulse, the, the energies as we are in this, this pivotal age of Cetus, the fetus, the, the child in all of us, the vulnerable one, the gestation of waters in the celestial waters and the flowing waters of life that have been violated by Marsian energy out of control. And the flower of the Venus in the love of the earthlings of Mother Earth holding space for all the souls of the children of the fetuses of the energies in gestation. I'm holding space for all the children right now who are being violated while people are distracted by government, so-called laws of seven people. I am, I am Feeling their pain. (laughs) And that's why I had to make this short video. Because this is the reality. Save the child who might be next door to you. From being violated every day. Open your eyes and prevent these violations that then bring a child into the sacred space of the womb that is then again killed spiritually and physically. I think it's quite elementary, so I will leave you with to re-listen to what I said. Do your own research. Wake up to seeing beyond the physical. Sending you lots of love and understanding of where we are now. 
clouded. I just wanted to let you know that I discovered the photograph after I did the podcast. And I just want to make a comment about this photograph because it speaks volumes, right? With the mask on and get your um, effing hands off my body. <laughs> like, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Right? So if you don't see the humor in that, I don't know. I can't explain it to you. Uh, the other thing that just crossed my mind and is a very useful method uh, to cope with the times we're living in is why? Why? Why now? After all these years... Why is the so-called federal government removing that power and making it local, statewide, in this stage of America? Because everything seems to be happening in America. You know, there's 10% of households in America that have instances of incest? Do you realize what is happening with the attack on our children if they live to survive an unwanted pregnancy or if their souls are subjected to an abortion. It all comes back to life. New life. And in these times where we've been prohibited from freely breathing in these times where there is war on so many continents not just the Russian continent conflict there's war in Africa there is war in China it's happening to the Muslims in China There is conflict in South America. There is conflict everywhere. The human 1.0 is in conflict. And there's a choice 
it's clear. One is the choice that's been made by a few. One with the initial KS, if you know, you know, of the WEF. Connected to transhumanism. And the other is true spirit. True unconditional love. Which would be a big leap for most. But this is the vibration, the energy, the power that's needed to make these decisions that will assist in the survival of the organic human. If the organic human, the human point one, wants to evolve naturally and is willing to do the work to evolve and make the choices to evolve naturally, then know that our ancestors, the heavenly bodies, God, source, the divine has been showing up for you, showing you what the agenda is. Everything is in plain sight. You can't say you didn't see it coming. You can't say you didn't see the sign and the mask in the same picture. Right? You can't say you didn't know. So it's up to us to make the choice to be truly sovereign, to honor our soul's journey, to honor the soul's that have come through us, that we are a part of their story. We are a part of their soul's journey. And these things happen also naturally. But when they happen unnaturally, this is the problem that if you might have to change your approach to life, you have to educate yourself. This is where I suggest people put their energy towards education, not education of sexual orientation, education of returning to why you're here in the first place and it's not just to get married and have babies and go to work. It's not just to twerk. I have to say twerk because I couldn't believe I saw women twerking at a demo for abortion. Like, no words, no comment. So, this is the crossroads, you could say. It's a crossroads. And there's an agenda that wants to navigate you to transhumanism. And there's a road that you can call on the divine source and on your God and on your conscious to make the decision. 
my mother, and I spoke about her decisions, was told in the 40s, was it the 40s? Because she was born in the 50s, you say, that if she kissed a boy, she'd get pregnant. That was a lie. I don't ignore my heritage of slavery in my family where we as women of color who were owned were used as vehicles to create new slaves. We were raped so that the slave owner could have more slaves. I think I shared a while ago a post about a slave a slave master who bought a young girl at 11 and couldn't even wait to get back to his plantation before he raped her. This is a long problem we have. This is the problem. The symptom is the unwanted pregnancy, but the problem is the aggressor. And now that we know this, part of the problem is entertaining that aggressor. I think I said enough for today, but I say it in honor of the measuring moon in Sataris, crowning this reality, crowning the dilemma of the age, leaving this age of Cetus. And I thank the heavenly bodies for showing me divinely what's going on. If you feel triggered by this or if you want to talk because this is a sensitive issue, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm ready to hold space for you. Lots of love from me. And yeah, cheerio.